Hey friends, it's Jeremy. If you're enjoying the show and having fun, I'd like to ask for a brief moment of your time to leave us a rating and review on whatever platform you're listening on. And for the latest Fantasy Pants news, updates, and other random shit, be sure to check out our Instagram at FantasyPantsPod. Serpent of death from carriage it slithered as crowds broke to fear for face the aggressors Zebulon Jules John Franklin Chester and they stood oh they stood why do you guys always do this to me <laughs> <laughs> Why do I have to be surprised every time? I mean, I love it. I do. I just feel a little outside the loop. Welcome back. That was better than I expected it to be. Dude, that well, was all right. excellent. Well, all right. And let me tell you, dear listeners, just because we stretched up this intro this time around, maybe for a few more times coming up, that does not mean Storyteller Orn is going away. We're just doing a little something new while he's here with the party. And... Unless uh, you jokers get him killed uh, as his bodyguards, he'll come back. That's kind of on you. Yeah, if Storyteller... That's on you. If Storyteller Orin's gone, then I quit. Was I hired as his bodyguard? Was I hired as a bodyguard? No, but you led us into this this arc here, so... You led yourselves into the arc when you played the game. (laughs) 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 You fools. (laughs) I mean, that, that is fair. That's fair. Uh, you know, well, look at this. She's taking a reel. I've got Danny in one hand and a beer in the other. <laughs> I'm a happy boy. Oh, Danny looks pretty happy as well. Man, oh man, are you guys ready? Yeah, I'm ready. No, I actually wasn't even focusing on you. I was just focusing on Danny. I couldn't see you or the beer in that <laughs> in that little Great. in that little reel. So there's gonna Sorry. be just a Danny reel. Sorry, she she wants the spotlight. It looked like she was I'm about okay to roll a die or something. That's awesome. Oh, look how sleepy she is. <laughs> well, see, she actually be, but the second I put her down. Yeah, she'll be all over the place. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> she'll be watching for any dice that falls, like food. And uh, it's a terrifying <laughs> prospect. Speaking of terror, we've entered the horror arc, as I've mentioned recently. And just now you are faced with what I would imagine to be many people's worst nightmare. Not just a rattlesnake, but a 30-foot monstrous rattlesnake. You're skipping the floor play and getting right into it, huh? No, no. I want to ask you a question. 
Well, this, is, this is our me, banter. This is our his, banter. Buy his dinner first. What man. are you guys afraid of? What's your biggest phobia? Dying. Get into this. Heights. Okay. <laughs> Elaborate. Really? Give me yeah. more. Interesting. <clears throat> what do you want to know? I I don't go on roller coasters. Um, I don't like to go on tall buildings. Renowned hiker. Yep. Mountain <laughs> hiker Steven <laughs> Rodriguez. Two feet on the ground. I can handle that. So you have done knife's edge. A in knife, Mass, knife's edge in, uh, Maine. in Maine. Knife's edge in Maine in Baxter State Park was probably the single most terrifying thing I've ever done. I loved it. I loved it. Did it with my friend Tia. We did it backwards. Should not do it backwards. What? Whoa. Yeah. Why? We went down Knife's Edge. Well, because we had no intention of doing it. We climbed up. Oh, gosh. I can't remember the name of the trail we climbed up. We climbed up a slide. Um, just, you know, our regular big group. We had a, even a couple of young uh, preteens with us. And we got to the top. And um, our friend Tia goes, hey, I want to go down Knife's Edge. Because going to Baxter State Park, I mean, like, even where we live, it's like five or six hours away. Um, and she's like, when am I going to come back here? I want to go down Knife's Edge. And nobody else was going down Knife's Edge. Everybody else had, had kids with them. And me being the the volunteer search and rescue member, I was like, well, I'm not going to let you go down Knife's Edge alone. So I guess I'm going down Knife's Edge. Oh, my God. Wow. Um, just, just Google search it. Uh, Baxter State Park, Knife's Edge. It was, it was something. Yeah, you're standing on – there are parts of the ridge where they're like – the ridge is like three or four feet wide, and it's just a steep, immediate – death-defying drop on either side of you. Man. That sounds incredible. Yeah. We've got got a fear, like a serious fear, and an anecdote about facing that fear. Yeah. Cool as hell. Follow it up, Jeremy. I'm not... I I am afraid of heights, but I still do it. All right. All right. And now I need to scrap the idea that I had of us going on a Fantasy Pants group trip to Six Flags this summer. Well, here's the problem, though. I'll hold your purse. (laughs) Steven already had heights. You can't. You can't. You can't I, have Stevens. I go with you can't a copy fanny Steve. pack. You can't copy Stevens. <laughs> fanny packs at theme parks. Oh no! It's still a thing. Oh no! Yeah. Still, but you got to wear it cool. You got to wear it to the side and not just right in the center and the front. You got to wear it to the side. Then you're cool. You could wear a fanny pack on Knife's Edge. We could go back to Baxter. I would. I would honestly be down for that. That sounds incredible. I'd take you guys to Baxter. Yeah. I can't be seen with two men with fanny packs. I'm sorry. <laughs> I've got an image to maintain. I'm famous now. I'm, 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 I'm popular. Dude, bruh. Bruh. Well, I'm even talking about like neon pink. Total, wow. total 90s fanny pack. Well, you you got to keep your hands free. You need them for yes. climbing knife's edge. So I need to understand something. What? You're afraid of heights. Yes. So like just standing, is that terrifying for you? Yes. Ayo. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's like no, okay. eight, eight okay, foot 13. So yes, I, I am afraid of heights. <laughs> But I still go on roller coasters, and I still go up those heights, and I still do it all. It's terrifying, and I shit my pants every time. Oh, my gosh. But I still do it because it's fun as hell. Hell, yeah. See, I don't have fun. I've I've been on rides before, and it's just been sheer panic to the point where I have stopped the ride. I mean, the the rides are safer than fucking Knife's Edge. It's it's a fair, (laughs) fair point. I logically believe you, but in the moment, I don't believe you. Dude, I wonder if we were at Baxter again, if I would even voluntarily <laughs> do Knife's Edge. Like, there's there's a coal. There's this, like, really steep um, – there's, like, a cliff that you have to climb down and then back up. That very, like, sharp geographic um, change is called a coal, C-O-L. And we were climbing down this coal, and then, like I said, you have to climb back up it. And I got to a point in the climb – 
where there was like 10, 13 feet left. And it's pretty much straight down. Like you're, it, it's, it's more like climbing a ladder than climbing a mountain. And, oh, and, I, and I couldn't move any further with my backpack. So I had to take my backpack off. And there was a, a couple of younger, younger folks on the other side who were coming up the trail. And they were taking a break while we were climbing down. And I had to shout out to them. I said, hey, I'm not falling. I'm just about to drop my backpack down 10 feet. And it's going to make a really loud noise. <laughs> so then I threw my bag down and could climb down after it, barely. Um, I mean, well, what if we all went together? We went as a group. Then would I would be. Then, then I would be not just nervous about me, but I would be nervous about you guys because I'm a like a, I'm a, a shepherd sort of thing. He honestly, he's a dad <laughs> hiker. It's, it, oh my gosh, and I'm a reckless hiker. So we have a we have we have a kind of a thing back and forth when we go. So so we got about twenty five percent. We had like we had just started the trail and we came across this literal dad hiker. It was a father, and I think he had two two older sons, and um. He was talking to one of them, and I and we could overhear him. And he said, "Don't be cavalier." So now that's my like one of my like <laughs> oh hiking my God. mantras is "Don't be cavalier." <laughs> <laughs> what an excellent thing to just hear in the wild. I do love that. I do really love that. Oh man! All right, so we got heights. We got heights. Uh, I mentioned last time I am I am a severe arachnophobe. Yeah, um, I mean I'm I'm with you there too. Yeah, they're they're awful. They're Absolutely. terrible creatures. They really are. I, I I despise spiders more than anything. I I don't want them to touch me, but I'm not afraid of them like the way you are. I have full on panic attacks, lose the strength of my leg, and fall over. You know, kind of kind of thing. Just seeing a bi- a big old spider. You know, you know what the worst is? What's that? When you get in the shower and you're taking a shower. Oh, the wolf spiders. Yeah, and, the, and, then, and then you Stop and it. then you fucking look up and there's a spider on the wall in the shower. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh my god. Yeah, while you're on it's while, while Google's open and you're looking up Knife's Edge, Google Wolf Spider if you haven't already <laughs> had the pleasure. Oh, they're pretty. Oh, they're, they're, they're pretty they're, large. They're terrible. I mean, they're not like Texas big. They're not like Australia big, but they're definitely New Hampshire big. They love the house. Oh God, they're everywhere here. Yeah, I'll, I'll walk outside my door and there's a wolf spider like above my doorknob. Ugh. It's because of your name. It's true. <laughs> oh my God! They flock to him. They flock to him. <laughs> they know. <laughs> They know. Uh, our long lost kin. <laughs> well, gentlemen, anything else you want to discuss before we get to the beatdown? I mean, yes, let's, let's keep prolonging of, this, please. I, I kind of a little bit have yeah. a little something. I oh, all right, all um, right. We'll do so, with a slaughter later. Then what do you got? I've I've been having a lot of fun buying gifts, mostly just from uh, from people we have who mutually follow us on Instagram. Um, we have a blacksmith by the, by the name of, uh, Hooli Forge and Hooli Forge makes hair sticks. So, you know, you put your hair up in a bun and in order to keep it in that bun, you put like a stick into it. I thought those are just chopsticks. Huh? I mean, I think they can be sort of, I mean like, but Hooli Forge makes them out of, I believe they look like railroad ties. Whoa. So he heats them and like stretches them and twists them and puts a hook on the end. So I don't know if my wife Rachel's gonna listen to this episode, but I got her one for her birthday coming up in June. That is so cool. So Well, pretty, now what are you gonna do if she listens to this episode now? Um then I'll just use it. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta see a Steven Bun. <laughs> 
would, these things look pretty badass, and they're like twenty bucks. So put it on the Insta. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if you got long hair and twenty bucks, do yourself a favor. Go to Huli Forge on Instagram uh, and pick yourself up a hair stick. Oh. Makes me want to grow my hair out just so I can get those. Right. <laughs> you were be you were being sarcastic. I was being genuine. <laughs> Uh, while we're doing shout-outs here, actually, I want you guys to open up Roll20 for me. Would you do that? Got it. It already is open. Yeah. Oh, you're looking at it? Okay, great, yeah. great. Now, what I'm showing you now, we're going to put this up on Instagram later on. This is the Town of Promise. Now, uh, a friend of the show, Rochelle, uh, soundpukygirlinstagram.com. Shout-out. Shout-out. Rochelle is amazing. She's actually been making me maps uh, kind of behind the scenes. And uh, this map here of the sort of overall town that I'm showing you, um, there's a point you see marked out, the little clearing area not far from the entrance, if you can see that. Yeah, um, I, see a that big, is, I see a big white circle, if that's what you're talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's it. That is where things are going down. And I'll keep that on the, on the actual image when we put on Instagram. She also made. Yeah, let me Rochelle, show you this. Rochelle's a dude, by the way. Shout out Rochelle. What up? <laughs> what? What? Yeah. What? And she's a homie. Oh really? <laughs> you said she before. Oh no, I mean I, I don't mean dude this is, like oh, gender this, dude. Steven, this is so good. Like, God, <laughs> we have Steven. Our, we have our first cut of you the have section. To, you no, have to be on. careful. You, you just said Rochelle's a dude. Yeah. No. By the way. No, no. It was like she's a dude. Yeah, a homie. <laughs> How could you be possibly more unclear? <laughs> possibly. <laughs> it's the least clear anyone's ever been in a statement I, in history. I see it now. Guinness. I get see over it. here. World record. Maybe this isn't getting cut. No way. <laughs> we'll Don't, cut that. Don't cut that. Don't cut that. I was like, what? What? I've been. Oh. <clears throat> no, she's awesome. No, I'm so I mean, like, terrified I mean, like a of misgendering that like no, that no, like, no. That, mean, like, like broke my hole. <laughs> All right. Say that broke my hole. That broke my hole. My whole everything. Everything what, broken. What does that mean? All right. God, Steven. I'm gonna I'm gonna veto. This cannot get cut any longer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at this. I know. David, David said broke my hole. Well, now you have you have a great you have a great opportunity to both embarrass me <laughs> and David in one go. This so. is perfect. It's <laughs> perfect. And it's impossible to embarrass me. So. But here you see, here you see promise, this nice little fenced in town, all these sort of wooden structures all over the place, a little river running through. You see a clearing filled with these uh these brightly colored tents and and, and, and uh, uh uh like wagons and such, a stage of people, but we see panic. And as we're kind of overlaying out all this, I didn't do it this world. I want to try to get into the habit of it. We see on the top of the screen, overlaid title card, Town of Promise, God's Breath, the Jasper World. And let me bring you guys to our battle map. Now, let me set the scene here. At the sort of northern end of this plaza, we see a wagon sort of parked off to the side. We see two figures standing next to it. These two bloody-eyed, straw hat-wearing, uh, uh, sort of leather-armored, look, looks like some kind of almost like rangers, um, people from the from the wilds. So just south and east of them, uh, where the wagon sort of entrance is opened up, you see this massive rattlesnake all coiled up, uh, just uh, rattle going, hissing, staring down Jean Franklin, 10 feet away to the south. Uh, you see Jean Franklin standing tall. He's got like his, his, his metal spear held, uh, his shield, a new shield now in hand. Um, and you see like something in his eyes you haven't really seen before. Uh, maybe once when the building or when the tent was on fire. 
on uh, some Sunko in the Dinsing Night Market, and you saw him immediately snap to attention and go to like lead the group bringing water. Because as much of a pompous douche as this turtle is, he has the makings of a hero. And he's staring the snake down, um, blue eyes staring boldly, shield and spear drawn and at the ready, putting himself in front of the fleeing crowds. Zebulon, you're just south and east of him where there's a building sort of uh, stretched out. You're tucked around the corner of the building, fully hidden, ready to move in strike whenever you or you can, whenever you see an opening. And then if we look uh, far to the west here, not super far, but 30 feet away from the, uh, like 50 feet away from the snake itself, 30 feet away from the two gentlemen with bloody eyes, Jules and Chester are slowly kind of circling around the tents where they can kind of stay somewhat hidden, where they can move in on the two strangers or the snake, whoever they choose, they can pick their target. They're far enough away, they're not really noted here. And so I would say you have a pretty good opening as this combat begins. Now, one thing I want to touch on, bringing up jewels, is your cloak. Yes. So I love the idea of your, your cloak of billowing protection, basically combining two items together because cloak protection, great item, not super fun, not super flavorful. Cloak of billowing, very flavorful, not very good item. Slap them together, we get an item that's pretty all right, pretty funny. I love the idea of jewels so down to earth, having this like this self-billowing cloak. It just feels so over the top. Um, but what I'm going to do is in any scenario like this, where you had time to prepare yourself, it's a bonus action to make the cloak billow for one minute. I'm assuming you've already done that. I'm going I'm to assume that in the future, so we're not going to get into the habit of you having to like waste a bonus action starting the combat to make it below. Okay. I want to see you do cool shit with those bonus actions. I'm not interested in limiting you. I want to see you do everything you can. I'll take so, that. It's already going. You have that plus one to AC. Remember that. Hooray. It's pretty good stuff. It's pretty good stuff. Chester, uh, right behind you. I imagine you guys bow drawn, ready to go. Um, so you guys move up behind them. That being said... Gentlemen, I want you to roll for initiative. Yeah, let's oh roll. Oh boy. You want to go first? Six. Okay. That's horrible. Zebulon got a 17. Ooh. Clutch. I need Chester? Yeah. All right, so Chester's 16. Ooh, and that's a 14 for John Franklin. Okay. So all in all, Jules, not the best. Everyone else, pretty good. Pretty good. This might not go too terribly after all. All right. All around you, people are screaming, charging down. You see, uh, like I said, listen, there's a lot of humans on God's Breath. It's a mostly human-dominated world. Uh, there are pockets of Haringons mixed in, as well as a few outsiders from different worlds uh, rushing away. But you are the only people heading towards the fray, towards this eminent danger, this absolutely terrifying monstrosity from the rattle. These people know what this is, where it came from, and why they should fear it. And maybe you're just fools. Or maybe you're heroes. Guess we'll see. To the south, uh, you see where there's a stage in the southern end of the plaza, um, fairly far away from this combat. 
uh, one of these one of these um, people in purple clothes uh, basically jumps down. They're all humans in this in this group of this choir that was singing uh, the Awakening song all together, just like back and forth. It's, it's sort of the main part of the low humming uh, song you heard moving in here. Uh, one of these figures, uh, sort of androgynous human uh, with a small frame and purple clothes and a puff of black hair. Um, they kind of run out to start directing the crowds and, and bringing them one one way. Um, so you're kind of seeing that as people are as some some orders being brought to chaos to the south. But around you, it is chaos. And it's worth noting too, and I love this. We're on God's breath. There are horses now, baby. Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't throw a horse at you in a burning tent of Sunko. I just couldn't do it. But here, here. Oh, nat one horses. Right, it's back. One. No don't natural ones one. here. No natural ones. Oh, except unless I roll, then it's still horses on you. Um, <laughs> new rule, house rule. <laughs> With that all being said and done, let's get this thing started. With my turn. Here's what you see. One of these two humans with their eyes just like seeing but like, like, like looking around the crowd, you don't know how they can see through this, this haze of blood that's this moving, pulsing uh, uh, liquid just covering their vision. They're Gross. looking around the crowd, and a slow smile to creep onto his face, and he just says, Kali, Kali, come out, come out. He's waiting for you. And... This figure doesn't move from where he stands, but you see he draws his arrow forward. He takes a vial from his pocket, pops the lid off, and begins to coat oh, his son arrow. Of a you bitch. fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but that is an action. And now, now it's Zebulon. Zebulon, you're hiding. You're seeing all this happen. What do you want to do? So Zebulon has his back against the corner of this building facing away from the giant snake who's behind him over his shoulder. And he can see all the people running, everybody's scared. He reaches down to his belt, puts a hand on either of his sabers, and he starts to breathe heavy. And after the second or third breath, his exhale becomes smoke, black smoke. (laughs) And with his hands on his weapons, he steps around the corner and unleashes his breath weapon. Oh, oh that on, is cool. On the snake. Um, so I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Dexterity? It's a pretty low it's a pretty low save. I'm I'm kind of gambling here. Oh my god. Alright. Dex save. And I'm saving my buttons. It's a natural 20. Ah. Oh my god. On the deck right. save. This thing. Like, you shoot this fire breath out, and you watch as this serpent, like, like immediately clocks you. Um, it's so fast. It just, like, coils and slithers out of the way, and it just goes over him. Uh, your fire breath hits the tent, or the carriage behind. The carriage starts to uh, light up in flame and start burning and crackling uh, a backlight to this monstrous creature that's now turned its gaze towards you. Um, shit, yeah, cool, but... I'm going to take cunning action, disengage, and just pop right back around the corner. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. (laughs) Whoops, that didn't work. Oh, God. I love it. 
All right, so you just or um or cunning action hide would probably be right because you you're not within range, so you can get away, but you just hide. Uh, sure, yeah. Need a stealth check. Now that you're actually been noticed, only a stealth check when you go back to hide. Oh, actually, that's a really bad roll. That's only a ten. Okay, so you move back around the corner, but where are you gonna hide? There's nowhere to go. You see, like, the streets are empty. You see no good spots to, like, really hold yourself. And once again, you put your back to it, knowing that if this thing turns the corner, you're right there. Yeah. It's going to see you. Luckily, you have a total night between you and it. And that's your turn? Uh, yeah, that's that's uh, Zebulon's turn. All righty. And then we're going to go to Chester. 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 Chester's turn. So Chester's in range to make a... A ranged attack with a short bow, correct? Indeed he is. Um, yeah, from where, you, from where Chester is right now, uh, you have line of sight on all three potential targets. Okay, he's going for the snake. Okay. With his short bow. So he looks over at you. Hey, do me a favor. It smells weird in here. It smell, it smells a little weird. What? <laughs> does, it smells does, like, does this smell It smells odd? like crit in here. What? No! No! Is, is, it, is it because Chester just crit his pants? God. I think it's because Chester just crit his pants. Natural fucking 20. Natural 20. So Chester looks over at you, draws his weapon. I think he's waiting. It almost looks to you, Jules, for like, 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 when do I do it? Jules gives him a nod. You nod. And do like it. just then, uh, his bow snaps up. He sees like this exact moment. The snake like recoiling back from Zebulon's fire opens himself up in the perfect place. His head uh, sort of arcing up above his body. Um, and right as it's there, right as it's open, arrow. First time he's shot this bow. Oh, that's right. Chester's really showcasing how his talent just whoo, right in the, the the head of the snake. Give me some damage on this thing. Eight. Eight is not bad. Not bad, not bad. Wow. Yeah, so, like, this snake just dodges back from Zebulon, gets pierced by an arrow, hisses its fangs, dripping. Uh, it is so pissed. And it's starving, too. This thing looks mad hungry. You don't know how long it's been in that carriage unfed. The situation's getting more and more dangerous, but also you guys are starting to clean this up, starting to chip away. And next up is actually going to be Jean Franklin, another hero. Um, all right. So I'll let you, obviously, I'm going to let you role play this out. I'm thinking that is there a way for Jean Franklin to know what alignment these creatures have? Uh, you will need to roll for that. Uh, I want you to roll either insight or religion. Because you're not even really sure what these things... Well, I mean, they, they look like they're just humans with like some strange uh, stuff going on with their eyes and strange mannerisms. What does that mean? So that's a 15. 15 on religion. Jean Franklin turns towards the two guys and he's like I said he's kind of holding his shield up towards a snake but he knows there's more threat than that he looks over and then nods they're under some kind of control I I don't think they're evil but it's hard to understand whatever's controlling them likely is hmm well it, it sounds to me like <clears throat> it sounds to me like Jean Franklin might not be too keen on attacking these guys at least not yet so I'll have him do a spear attack on the snake. Okay. Which is a plus three to hit. So I'll have him... You know, he's got to step up in order to get there. He's only got five foot reach. 
So he just, yeah, he just speared down, charged up towards the snake, thrusts out with the spear. What happens? It's a good roll, but it's That's cracked. wildly yeah. cracked. Yeah. It was so cracked, it's on the sound mixer. That's another 15. 15 to hit the snake. It's a hit. Nice. Really? Yeah. It's I'm a o- close I'm, hit. I'm okay with this. I'm okay with this. It's a close hit. This thing uh, yeah, uh, right. is very fast, but... So he's, he's just got one hand on the spear. His other hand's in his shield, so it's a D6 plus one for damage. Oh, that's max damage. That's seven oh, points. Seven nice. more points. Wow. All right. All right. Nice. Not too bad. Now, I'll say for anyone listening, this uh, giant rattlesnake is a homebrew creation, so uh, you might have no idea what's uh, what's happening <laughs> so on my side. it's nasty. It's gross. Yeah. It's pretty gross. But it was very surprised when one figure man not only stood against it, but ran towards it and thrust. Takes seven more points of damage on top of the arrow hit it just took. Rough stuff. You see beside the snake and behind it where it's not really focused, where it's not looking, the other one of these figures, still standing where they are, draws scimitar, pops a, another vial, and pours this like viscous yellow oh liquid God. all over the blade of the scimitar. And that is going to be my turn. Oh, wait. No, it's not. Because it's the snake's turn. Of course it Go. is. And Jean Franklin just stepped right up to the bat. So here's the first thing I'm going to do. I'm going to use my bonus action. The snake lifts up its tail, uh, feeling threatened, and this loud rattling rings out. And everyone within 30 feet, I believe that's just me, Jean and Chester, begin to feel a... a uh, Wait, what? The enemies, Say that again? I think the enemies, count, because count, of their... Count those squares. Count those squares. Oh, sorry. I, I, meant, I meant Jean and Zeb. Hang on. Let me actually... There you go. I mean, still terrible, but... You know what? I realize this anyway. Uh, everyone within 30 feet, I don't think the mind control is going to stop this. My guys included. Mm. Uh, suddenly, you, Zebulon, around the corner, you hear this, like, ringing, rattling sound, and something about it just activates. Every fear sense in your body, your bones go stiff. Your scales stand on edge. It's very much like like being in the gaze of a massive predator. And I need you and Jean Franklin to both roll wisdom saving throw. All right, wisdom. <clears throat> I'll, I'll roll Jean first because I've got his his page up. I think it's just a straight up straight up d twenty roll for him. Oh, that's a seven for Jean. That's not good. Let me see. And here we go. With the bad Zebulon stats. Oh, yeah. Oh, your wisdom is your God. lowest stat. Wisdom is negative three. Are you shitting oh, me? Zebulon. Dear Lord. Here goes the roll. Um, I'm going to switch. I was using the a chunky die my brother got me. I'm going to switch to the metal die that we got from Jason and Andrea at MF Designs. Oh, it didn't do well. Uh, it didn't do well. Uh, uh. That's another... Uh, Seven on the die, minus three. That's a four. Seven for Jean. Four for Zebulon. Okay. Zebulon and Jules are now frightened. You mean Jean. You mean Jean. Too many J names in this campaign, I just realized. How how many ciders did you have tonight? Zebulon and Jean are now frightened. Now, what this means, you have disadvantage on ability checks and attack rolls while... The source of your fear, this rattlesnake, is within your line of sight. 
you also cannot willingly move closer to this thing. Mm, that sucks. Now, oh you will get God. more saves. On your turn, you get a chance to break this. Okay. But right now, as you're standing there, the fear is coursing through you, something unnatural. And you want what's worse than that? Was the fact that that was my bonus action. Yeah. Oh my God. Now, we'll give you this. You don't see it. Jules, you would. One of the figures, the one with the uh, the arrow now uh, covered in this viscous liquid, uh, sort of bow drawn and ready, also steps back in fear. Awesome. Okay. So this thing scared some of its own uh, quote-unquote allies in this combat as well. And now I'm going to roll to attack Jean Franklin. This thing rears back its head, <laughs> fangs extend, and natty 19. Definite hit. He's got a 19 AC. Natty 19. This is not good. Doesn't sound good. I need you to make a constitution saving throw. Oh, God. Before we resolve the full extent of the damage you're about to take. All right. Uh, plus two to Jean Franklin's con save. That's a dirty 20. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Jean Franklin, so this thing snaps down um, its fangs driving deep into his body. He takes 14 points of damage. Oh, no. But as how much? Fourteen. I rolled really good. What the hell? I rolled super good. That's most of his HP. It's bad. This thing is very strong, but as this poison uh, uh, sort of you know goes into his body, and you kind of see it like almost like swell up for a second. He like and he's terrified. He's under the frightened condition too, so he's like shaking. Um, he's barely holding his weapon and, and, and shield in hand. But you see him kind of flex, and the body swelling kind of like goes down. And he manages his eyes blur for a second, but he kind of regained focus. He's still standing, but he is hurt. That's going to be Jules. Jules casts Dissonant Whispers on the Rattlesnake. You son of a bitch. Whoa. Oh, I Make a it. wisdom save. All right, all right. I'm so stressed right now that I'm having a fucking Charlie horse in my this foot a, right now. It hurts. It hurts is, so this bad. This is huge. Ow. This is huge. Now, like, I will say this. Last time you cast this spell, it straight up took the big monster out of the combat. Yeah. This time around, it's not as easy because you are in a crowded town. This thing walking mm-hmm. away doesn't mean it's going to walk back into the jungle and be gone. No. But it will get. It, you might get rid of it for some time. And that is huge. So let me roll this die. This is such a tweener. Um, wow. <laughs> and it, it is literally a 10 on the die. It's a wisdom save? Yes. A ten. I have no bonus to my wisdom. You failed. No, no. You fucking oh, yeah. failed. Oh my god. Well, I mean, yes, but also no. Oh, what's gonna happen so, now? So wait, hold on, hold on. Before it runs the fuck away, you take three d six psychic damage. What? All right, that's pretty big. That's a lot of damage. Let's go for it. Uh, six. Two ones in that. Yikes. Two ones and a four. All right. Hey, you're chipping away at this guy. Pretty good. And he has to run away. So give me a give me a visual image here. What's it look like when you do this? Chester shot his arrow beside you. He looks over to you. What does he see, Jules LaRoche? I think he sees just a bright flash of light. And coming from that light, coming towards him, just the screams of the undead. Whoa. Holy shit. Okay. And it just starts, the snake just starts twitching and quivering and Hell turns yeah. around and books it. 
Yeah, its, it's rattle starts shaking violently. Like, it's, it's, it is terrified. Does it have to move basically as far away from you as possible? Move as far as its speed allows, so you have to go your full distance. So there's a building between you and out, so it's, it's going to basically go uh, to the north because that way it can kind of move northwards yes. and try to get around that building um, as far as its speed allows. So here's where we're going to do. That snake basically walks off the map. I will move it. Complete its normal movement, six, uh, 30 feet. So if it's going as far as it can allow. Okay. Uh, well, actually, no. It, it's, it's reaction, right? Yes. So that's 30 feet. Yeah, we'll just say it's 30 feet. She takes it off the northern part of the map, but we know how far away it is from you guys currently. Okay, great. Uh, solid move. This thing just, like, rars back, rattles, hisses, and just begins to uh, move away, almost like bashing its, its, its side against the burning wagon as it starts slithering away. Uh, the crowds to the north begin to scream and run, uh, but the snake is not focused on them. It's focused on getting the hell away from whatever that just happened to him right there. Damn straight it is. Hell yeah. You want to move? Anything else you want to do, Jules? Uh, yeah. I'm going to move just to the south. I can't. Okay, there we go. Just to the south of the table there. Okay. So I'm now within eyesight of Zebulon. Great. And I'm going to cast Bardic Inspiration on Zebulon. Ooh. Hell yeah. And now I got some buffs to Bardic Inspiration, That's which right. I shall reveal again if the time comes up. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, okay, hold on. Okay, so I guess I'll reveal it now. So just remember you have a motive potential around you. Which is a nice shimmering little kind of circle around your waist. Oh, it looks nice. So, if you use an ability to check, and you use your body inspiration die, you can roll it again and choose which roll to use. For an attack roll, if a creature is within five feet of you, it must succeed on a con saving throw or take thunder damage equal to the number of the body inspiration die. Whoa! Or on a saving throw. You gain temporary hit points equal to the number rolled on your Bardic Inspiration die, plus three. Holy shit. What, what was the first one real fast again? First one is the ability check. Okay, uh, ability you, check. Basically, it, pretty much advantage on an ability check, which I, which with what just happened, I yeah. believe makes it just a flat ability check because he has disadvantage on ability checks. This gives him advantage. So now he's back to just nice. flat. Wow. That's <clears throat> pretty, pretty solid. Big. Yeah. Okay, all right. Um, uh, yeah. I believe that is Jules's turn. Okay, and with that, I'm up again. You see one of these figures, the one holding the bow. Uh, we'll call him uh, uh, David Bowie uh, with a Y. <laughs> okay, I, I, it was lame, but I acknowledge the effort. <laughs> uh, he raises the bow up, and he's looking around at all the running people kind of away. He's just like... Like the, the little liquid sort of glinting off the, the arrow tip, and he's Corley, come on out, come on, this can all end, Corley. We know you're here. Come out. These guys don't want us. But as uh, funnily enough, though, as you say that, like he's like training around, and he sees one figure stepping back, kind of out, getting sight on Zebulon, casting this inspiration, and you put yourself right where he can see you closest figure around as everyone else is running and that arrow whirls towards you he smiles and fires will a no never mind <laughs> it won't what you, it misses it what? veers past no 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 easy. no the listeners want to know what'd you roll <laughs> i rolled a uh seven fuck off with that 
You miss. <laughs> Three on the die. I was like, maybe it's a really good bonus. It's not. I don't know why I even <laughs> entertained for a second. I was going to hit you with a seven. Uh, man, yeah, so whirls right past you. Uh, and you are okay, which is good because that could have been so bad. Yeah, it could have. Um, yeah, just flings into a, into a, a table set up on a, t- on a pink-covered tent behind you. And Jules, you are okay. And that's all this guy's going to do. He's basically just going to draw another arrow, um, pull another vial out, but he doesn't have time to do that again. Moving on to Zebulon. Zebulon, the snake is gone. You only have these two figures to contend with at the moment. <clears throat> so now that Zebulon is scared, can you remind me at the beginning of my turn, do I get that save? I'm also going to put this green chunky d20 in the dice jail for a little while. Uh, it's going to be at the end of your turn. Okay. So remind me what that means for moving towards the snake. The snake is technically to the north of where you are, which means you you wouldn't be able to move. Like if you come out of hiding, I even though it's far away, up can't move north. You can't move towards it until you break the fear effect. So you're just like you turn the corner, you see it's still there, but like that that, that you feel that sensation of, of of just pure raw fear in your body still, and you can't move. So Zebulon turns the corner, is paralyzed with fear releases his hands from his swords at his side, pulls out his bow, knocks an arrow, and fires at the closest bloody eye boy over by the wagon. You had a bow. He's got a short bow. You used that bow. That was the first thing you ever attacked with was a bow in the the whole campaign. I full forgot about that bow. (laughs) Wow. Give me that attack roll. The one you're attacking, the one with the with the scimitar drawn right now. Okay, the guy with the white icon. Yes. Okay. Yeah. He's the guy. Yeah. So the one closer to you, he's <clears> got <throat> the scimitar out. All right. That's a plus five. Let's see what I got here. That's another dirty twenty. Oh my god! All right. All right. It's going pretty good for you guys. Yeah. That's a, a D six plus three. Let's see what we get here. Don't try and minimize this, David. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's six damage. Six damage, not two shabby. And shabby. Not two shabby. <laughs> As a bonus action, I'm going to use steady aim on that same enemy. So as a bonus action, I give myself advantage on my next attack roll. You you can use bonus actions before actions. Oh, okay. Do you want to roll again? Roll again if you crit. Because you would have used that before doing this. You would have, well, here's your bow, your hand's still trembling, but as you, as you kind of focus on this guy, your, your trembling stops, you're holding firm. Roll me again, see if you get a crit. Yeah, but now I feel like it sounds weird. <laughs> that's how, that's the rules, man. You, get, you, you steady aim and then you attack. That's how this, that's the setup. That's the bonus action to action setup. Damn. I've never done. I've never. Been, I've never done this. I've never played this class, so I've never used. <laughs> I've never used steady aim before. Hey, D and D is always a learning experience. Okay. And learning is the best part of of, of a plan. That's you know? fine. All right. I've never classes. used steady aim before, so I'm gonna be cheesy about it and roll again. It's not cheesy. It's CBA twenty. You already hit. Get the fuck. <laughs> out. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Bullshit! I Dude, take, I'm I take not back. even joking. I take it back. Hands in the air. I take it all back. Hands in the air. Come and look at it. Fuck! Dude, I just crit all over the studio. Where's my Dude, crit? I was not expecting to have to clean this room tonight, but there's crit everywhere. <laughs> it's like you try to play cool DM because you're like, 5% chance it's not going to happen anyway, and then it happens, you're like, God! Dude, it feels God, extra air. dirty, though. 
No, you know what? It's 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 by the rules. All it's, right, it's, it's I'll, hopefully... I'll give you another D6 of if damage. You, Steven, in a different world, you would have absolutely, like, if you had known, you would have done that, and then your action. Like, yeah. it's not cheesy. You're not doing anything differently. I hear you. I appreciate it. So yeah. here's your D6. Give me that D6, you son of a bitch. Dude, that's max damage. That's another six. Fuck yeah. That's 12 total damage. Well, I'm still up, and I hate you, so... <laughs> <laughs> And just turns around the corner, fires twice. I'm gonna move you one, just so you can get better sight. Oh, that's fine, because it's not closer to the snake, so. Yeah, yeah, it's not closer to the snake technically, so you're fine. Um, you're just moving one to the east, so you're kind of out of the shade of the building, where you can get a good view of these guys and fire uh, and crit, just right in like the chest. This guy's blood pours Damn. out. Uh, he barely started. He, he grunts in, 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 and kind of like almost the reaction like fades from his face. And he just kind of turns towards you. And his bloody eyes focused on you. Not a fan. You. Not a fan. All right. That's going to be Chester. It's going to be Chester. Uh, Chester. Uh, Chester's going to go with his crossbow again. Or his, his uh, shortbow. Hell yeah. Shit. He can only hit the that first guy, right? He can't hit the one that's trained, that's trained on Zebulon. Correct. Oh, you know what? I think from where Chester is, what I'll say is uh, the other guy's going to have a plus two to his AC because he has partial cover behind the guy in front of him. So basically okay. David Bowie, with a Y, uh, is blocking uh, uh, Michael Scimitar. So uh, <laughs> so uh, you can shoot, but he's, Michael Scimitar gets okay. plus two. Okay, I'm going to go for David Bowie then. All right, go for David Bowie with a Y. That makes sense to me. Steven, train your camera on that die. Don't you fucking dare. Natural one. Oh my god. Jules, you used... I love how fast I thought of this. Jules, you sent the snake <laughs> rushing towards the north. And as it blasts upwards in fear, you see it moves right past a uh, like, a, like a horse... What do you call them? Like a horse stand? A horse... Uh... There we go. Come on, what do they call these fucking things? You tie a horse up to it? Hitch? Someone knows a thing. Horse hitch. Is it, is it a hitch? Boom. I love is that. that sounds, yeah, I don't care. Is that that sounds word? awesome. I mean, you can hitch a horse. Yeah, I like the word. Right? Is it? Is it a verb and a noun? I don't know. Linguists? We'll go with it. Hitch. Equestrians? It, Fuck it. It slides right past one of these, and right like as us. it moves past this horse, it's <laughs> like fighting past, and it moves so hard, it pushes so hard against it, the reins snap, and the horse turns, bolts away from the snake, charging madly to the south, to the east. Charger, passing the tent, and Chester blocked by some brush where he can't really be seen. This horse blasts through it and runs him over. Wait, 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 wait. Natural one is horses. Yeah, but why does Chester take damage on this? Natural one, buddy. Horses. Roll a deck save. This is horse shit. You get a save. He has save. You get a save. This is horse shit. A lot of people are not a fan of critical fumbles. And I'm mixed feelings on it. The only reason I'm so down with it in this campaign is because it's because it's, horses. It's because horses are. Funny. I mean, I, I can see if it was like a fucking natural one in the save, but you get a save when he's fucking the one dealing with the damage, fucking twenty feet away. The people want <laughs> horses, Jeremy. They want. They demand You could, you could pass the save, and it'll be the, the people all also over. don't want Chester dead. It's not a huge save. I'm not okay. going to punish you right, super roll, hard. I'm going to roll save. But if you roll a natural one in the save, there's going to be two horses. I think that's a 14. Is that correct? Is that a 14? It is a 14. It's a 14. The 14 will pass. The 14, the brush besides Chester begins to rustle as the thing blasts through. And you see he goes, oh, shit. And he just goes dives into a roll uh, as this thing just 
stomps down right where he was and moves past, charging still to the to the south. And Chester's, holy shit, Jules! Whoa! Did you see that? That was close, buddy. Home. You shit! Gotta, you gotta be a little more careful. <laughs> Chester! Yeah, careful! A fucking horse just came out of the... Chester, watch out for that horse! Yeah, I know! <laughs> Here, pay, pay attention there. Come on. Come on. <laughs> just redraws his bow. Holy shit. All right, do you want to move? No. Okay. No. So he fires. As he's firing, this thing blasts out from beside him. Uh, he dodges it barely. And uh, we're moving on to Jean Franklin, also frightened. Um, so Jean Franklin is going to watch as this snake slithers away. And uh, with a sigh of relief, he'll touch his hand to his chest and uh, cast Lay on Hands and replenish his, <gasps> his lost HP. Nice. Ooh, all nice. of it? <clears throat> um, yeah, he has 15 in his pool, and he's 14 down. So. so you have one left in your pool. That's a clutch one. Yeah. That one can bring someone back from, from down. Okay. All right. That's his action. He can't move towards the serpent. Yeah, and I don't think he has any bonus actions. Okay. So that is Jean Franklin's turn. Um, I didn't get... Zebulon didn't get his save at the end of his turn. Um, oh, right, and yes. And Jean can also make his now. Yeah, take take both your saves right now in succession. And uh, you said it's a wisdom save, right? It is a wisdom save. Okay. So you have no chance. I've got Jean's page open, so I'll do his first. <laughs> uh, that's not going to pass for Jean. That is a three. Poor Jean. He's trying to be cool, but he can't. <laughs> He's just too scared. And here goes Zebulon's with a negative three. That uh, is negative, so doesn't doesn't pass either. You pee yourself. We already crit the pants. Gotta, it, if gotta it ma- have both. If it matters, it was a, a critical fail. Oh, it matters. <laughs> he horse peed his pants. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> a horse peed in his pants. Oh, well, no, no, no horses on this because it's like a, a random save you at the end of your turn. It's, that'd, be, that'd be weird at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Not going to force it. <laughs> I had my fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you Schrodinger's pee yourself. You might have. Who knows? Uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> with that depressing, unfortunate turn, I get to go. And I want a good turn this time. Now. Scimitar guy does not like you. Sorry, Michael Scimitar does not like you, Zebulon. But I can't get to you because there's a turtle in the way. Thank goodness. Someone go for him. Come on, John. Tank. 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 Right tank. beside him. Tank. Tank. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, it just makes sense. I gotta go for him. It'd make more sense to go for Jules, but I gotta go for Jean. I want Zebulon. I want Zebulon. He's, he, this guy's in the way. So he starts charging towards you. Jean Franklin slides over, steps in the way. This guy takes a scimitar and swings out, and yes, it's a hit with a natty 18. Uh, oh, yeah. Finally, something goes right for me here. So that is going to be a hit. Roll some damage. Oh, man. Pretty lame. Only three points of damage. But you gotta roll a con save. Now we'll see what real damage looks like. Take my three points of damage. Jean Franklin passed that last con save. Yeah. How lucky is he going to get? Well, he's got a plus two to his con here. It's not bad. That's a 19. Yeah, yeah fine. 
<laughs> <laughs> oh, I hate it. But he does pass. So again, Excellent. he gets slashed, and like his skin around the wound begins to like puff up and swell up with like veins kind of thickening. Um, and then he just kind of again just like flexes, and you see it kind of starts to uh, smooth over, like deflate. And the poison does not take hold. And this figure once again. No, actually, I can't pop a vial. He pops a vial, but he can't apply it yet. In fact, I can't even pop a vial because I'm within range. It's going to be stupid trying to do it now. He's just going to keep on fighting. Oh, I do have a second attack. Of course you do. That is going to hit as well. It's no longer poisoned. But it is going to be decent damage. That is going to be eight points of damage. Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm right back to where I started. So I rather could take another second attack to my range attack as well, but... uh. I already applied the poison arrow. It's no fun in it anymore. <laughs> Get back to that later. All right, cool. So he does some damage to you, and he is standing tall. His weapon is no longer poisoned. Now, I need real quick to look up the rules for that uh, Dissonant Whispers. Um, actually, on that note, I just realized something yeah. on that Dissonant Whispers. I, I didn't. I didn't roll advantage on my save. What? I just. I just had my save. What? Which save? The con save from the snake. And no, it's ability checks and attack rolls, not saving oh, throws. No, it is. Well, let's settle this first. Or, and then, or disadvantage? And then, or? And then we'll... Oh, did you roll? Oh, use your user inspiration? No, save, saving throw. The creature using bard, but you didn't But you didn't use your bardic inspiration die. Right. I forgot about it. Yep. With inspiration. With, right. with um, I'm sorry. I forgot about well, the bardic inspiration with yes. saving throws. Which means, what does it do which, for me with the saving throw? With a saving throw, you gain temporary hit points equal to the bardic inspiration die plus three. Okay, I don't. So, want to use, I'll, I'll use that. I mean, I, I, I think the fact that you just forgot the bardic inspiration die in that general, uh, but I <clears> fucked <throat> up dissonant whispers, a little bit, because I didn't realize that I had level one and level two dissonant whispers. I cast level two dissonant whispers, which adds another one d six. Oh, really? To damage for psychic damage. Okay. All right. Um, I will leave that up to you to decide if I can add that now or not. I did cast it as level two. You use a level two slot. Go ahead and add me another d6. Okay. Nice. Thank you, benevolent DM. It's only a one. (laughs) Okay. Fuck me. Hey, sometimes one makes all the difference. Okay. Just make sure you take that one off that damn snake. I don't have... So I had to use my reaction to move away. Yes. But actually, after that, it looks like it's no longer uh, affected, so it can now turn and move back. Well... Here's the issue: is the last time we did Dissonant Whispers, we said the opposite. I did. I didn't realize that was the case last time. Uh, I just kind of looked more into it. So it looks like it's not a continuous save. It's a it's a one-time save, and then it moves as far as it can with its reaction, which would be like only one action's worth, 30 feet. Um, basically, it gets there, turns around, flies back, uh, which makes sense for a level one spell. Uh, um, that's fair. That's fair. So the snake, after spooking that horse, uh, the horse goes running. Snake gets like all excited, starts chasing after it. Yeah. Yeah, it does. A meal starts fleeing from it. It spins its head around. And I'm not going to move my 30 feet. I'm going to move 60 feet. Oh, no. It bursts through the brush behind Chester. Oh, fuck. Are you shitting me? Oh, shit! Shit! Jules! As this thing just rears up above him, it followed the trace of the horse. The horse is moving down to the south, long gone, but anew. Prey has found itself in the gaze of the serpent who rears back. But it cannot strike now because I used everything. I will use my bonus action to rattle, though. Oh, man, that's bad news. 
Oh, it's so bad. I need a saving throw from Chester and from Jules. Does he have any modifier for this? What like what type of saving throw? This is gonna be a wisdom save, Chester. Uh, so just keep these guys open it, all the time. It, so it, is the mo- is the modifier the core stat? I want to make sure he's not proficient. Uh, he's not. Okay, yeah, it's core stat. Um, yeah. Oh my god, I'm negative two on wisdom. <laughs> Welcome Christ. to the negative. So Chester, so Chester's plus two. Jules is negative two. Okay. You gotta be shitting me. Who are you running right. first, Chester? Fourteen for Chester. Chester sees this thing burst out, and he looks absolutely terrified. He takes a step back, and then you see, like, that same hardness enter his features again. And of everyone here, Chester, the 15-year-old, the new warrior is the one that stiffens his step and looks just fine. He's ready to go down. And Jules. 15. Jules is fine. You see Chester in danger, and this thing rings out. You feel that fear coursing through you, and you don't fucking give a shit. Nice. Because we weaponized Jules and Chester. <laughs> I don't give a shit. And maybe, just maybe, this rattlesnake's about to learn. Uh, hell yeah. That's all I can do. I got up there, but that was my movement. Um, it's going to be you, Jules. Jules is going to cast Blindness and Deafness. Oh, my God. What? On the snake. I Just crazy. What? Wisdom please. save, motherfucker. Oh, please. I don't, I don't like this. I don't like this at all. Um, so, if you fail this, I have to choose between blindness and deafness, and it will be blindness. Oh, my God. Do we get to know the, the save before the roll? Nope. Okay. All right. Nope. Natty 19. Oh, man. Fuck. Not even close. Oh, sorry. It's a con save, and, and it doesn't matter. It's still... God damn it. So this thing, I mean, you, you, what does it look like when you cast this? Just so I know. I think a black smoke comes out of Jules's hands and tries to engulf the face of the snake. Oh, that's so cool! It like goes right into its, like pushes itself right into its eyes, and the snake just hisses, shakes its head, and you see the smoke moves away. And this thing is so mad. Man, that was a cool move, though. And as a bonus action, yeah, I'm gonna cast Bardic Inspiration on Chester. Holy Ooh, nice. shit! Chester's standing tall and strong, and you just, like, light him up, and this golden moat surrounds him. And I think even in the face of this peril, Chester smiles, this nervous smile. It's fucking, he's ready to go. All right. I've reapplied my arrow. I think these two guys, this guy's going to run to the south, towards the center of this plaza, past, uh, so, 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 sorry, David Bowie is going to run to the south, moving deeper into the plaza, He's moving away from from where the rattlesnake is now engaged with Chester and Jules, running past his ally, Michael Scimitar, who's battling with Jean Franklin. And he's getting a solid bead on Zebulon. And once again, he's got poison on his arrow. He lifts it up to fire and misses again. Nice. Oh, my God, a different fight. It twanged. It was close. I probably. It was a seven on the die. I know it's not going to hit you, but it twings into, into the uh, uh, the building beside you. And you see, like, again, this little liquid, like, running down from where it sticks into the wood. Um, I will fire another arrow, not poisoned. That will hit. Uh, for three damage. Okay. I can take three. Yeah, not too terrifying, not too exciting. But, hey, it's something. And from there, that's going to be your turn, Zebulon. All right, so Zebulon leans back and dodges out of the way of this arrow, looks across the battlefield at Chester and Jules fighting this snake. Hold on, Chester, we're coming! And he 
centers himself and uses steady aim as a bonus action. Okay, so I'm reminding you that you do have bardic inspiration. Yeah. Um, you don't have to. You don't have to use it. I'm just going to remind you every single time to make sure that you remember that you have it. Do I have to elect to use it before the roll, or is it, bef- is no, it after you, the roll you, you, before the result? Before the outcome. Okay. Yes. So I've got advantage on this attack with the short bow. I'm shooting at the guy who's in melee with Jean. Oh, okay. Let's see what the die says. Oh, it's within five feet for that bardic inspiration buff, though. You have to be within five feet in order to use that attack buff. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Oh, um, it's melee only. Interesting. <clears throat> yeah. Well, it's a good thing I have inspiration, because the first was a 13. Ooh. Oh, no, the target and each creature within five feet of it. So you don't have to be within oh. five feet of the creature. Zebulon, you don't have advantage, though, because the snake's within sight, and you're still frightened. So it's it's even down. So, to, uh, oh. Oh. You had advantage from uh, Steady Aim, but it was nullified by seeing the snake and not passing that free here saves. So you only have a, a single shot, basically. Gotcha. Okay, so the, the first roll was a 13. Um, a 13. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to use my Bardic Inspiration. Okay. So that's an extra D6. Okay. That's 6, so that's 19 to hit. 19 to hit? Will hit. Okay. For sure. <clears throat> and uh, this creature is within five feet of an enemy, so Wait. I get sneak attack damage. Hold on. Hold on. You get the buff with the Bardic Inspiration, with the attack roll. The extra D6? So with the attack roll, the target must also succeed on a con saving throw or take thunder damage equal to the number on the Bardic Inspiration die. Wow. Which is six. So you have to succeed on a con throw. I know the DC. Okay. All right. Uh, it's cracked, and that is a 15. Fuck. All right. Even without that, it's going to be pretty good. With sneak attack damage, it's 3d6 plus 3. Oh, Holy hell. Wow. Yeah, give me that Give me that damage. And this is Michael Scimitar you're hitting, the one engages Jean Franklin. Uh, you just, he's, he's, he's currently locked with him. You pull up, you shoot him in a vital spot with that sneak attack bonus. This guy's already hurting. Uh, all right, here we go. 3d6 plus 3. Wow. A 2 and two ones, So that's 7. 7 damage with sneak attack. That really stinks. It does stink. But also, what does it look like when you kill? Oh, yes. This scout, I will say. Excellent. The uh, stat block I'm using. Because <clears throat> um, you already hit this guy once with an arrow. He's already bleeding from that. Yeah, so so I'm gonna say that this this next arrow just hits him in the shoulder, and he just spins and falls face first onto the ground. Okay, all right. So there's one Neanderthal, one 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 villain left, as well as this rattlesnake. And that's gonna be Chester, staring down the jaws of death, just feet away from these massive fangs trained on him. So. What I do here with Chester is going to depend on how we want to do this mechanically. Okay. Ooh, I'm interested. Because he's been using his short bow, but he is now within melee range, and he has a warhammer. 
I'll call switching an object interact. He, he basically, I'll just say he like slides the bow, grabs okay. the hammer. I'm not going to be the nitty gritty. It's perfect. It's, it's an okay, because then he's going to be wielding his warhammer two handed. Well, and like worst case Hell scenario, yeah. worst case scenario, wouldn't nitty gritty just be that he has to drop the bow on yeah, the ground? Yeah, he can just drop the bow. Okay. I'm just trying to play fair. Yeah, yeah. Just definitely. trying to play fair. He drops the bow, another okay. horse runs out, cool. crashes it. John, broken. Cracked in half. And then the. The string hits him in the eye. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's an arrow knocked, and the horse perfectly hits the bow, so the arrow stabs Chester in the chin. Uh, brutal. Okay, brutal. So, poor child. let me just. Okay, so Chester is going to take out his Warhammer, wielding it with two hands. Okay. And he is going to go for it. I don't think I have to use Bardic Inspiration, because that's a 22, <laughs> or 21, sorry. That's pretty damn good. That's going to hit. So, because. He is wielding it with two hands instead of 1d8. It is 1d10 plus one. Ooh, that's ooh. nice. Roll this pretty d10. I will roll. Oh, the beautiful. That's the like white rose. Come looking. on. Th this was meant to be. This one's for Miskin. He just swings it out. Nine. Nine nice. damage. I'll Nine take it. damage. I'll take wow. It. Nine. Not bad. And for the first time, as a snake, I'm going to say the snake actually snaps down towards him with its, its mouth, and Chester just takes his hammer, swings out, cracks it right on the side of the head, and sends his mouth, like, veering off to the side, um, just missing with his bite, and it sort of slides back up, hissing. A little, uh, little snake blood fly out of its mouth. Oh, hell yeah. Damn straight. Oh, oh, so good. So good. Chester just draws a hair back, looking bold as hell. That's going to be Joan. Still frightened. Um, again, did I make my save at the end of my turn? Did you didn't. You, you did didn't. not. No. Okay. You killed the guy. We moved on. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we're bad at we're, we're so bad at <laughs> this. I killed the guy and forgot my save again. <laughs> Let me roll Zebulon's wisdom save at minus three. I didn't even need to pull up the sheet this time to remember it. <laughs> <laughs> you did. No, I started to. Okay. Uh, but it was a, a fail. All right. It was a nine. Shocker. Uh, Zebulon, you're still, your knees are knocking together. Do, 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 do. Um, uh, now Jean's save with a plus two. Well, wait, do he we have to do, do a turn first? Uh, from last turn? I think he, he did it last turn. He did he make gone. his save last turn? I don't think so. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure he did, yeah. Oh, no, yeah, because you forgot last time, too, and that you was rolled when we, both of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow, so he can't move closer to. He cannot. Huh. It's rough. This is rough. Yeah, I, I, I guess. I guess what he'll do is he'll he'll step between Zebulon and David Bowie <laughs> <laughs> to take up a defensive position. All right, and there, you have one option. I will tell you, it's a it's a risky one. I know. Okay, cool. You know what it is? Fine. Yeah, I do. It just it just doesn't. It doesn't make sense in the fight for him to be like, oh, I'm going to go super defensive and just drop on the ground and hide in my shell. That's actually he, not he's, my he's... option I was thinking of. Oh, what were you thinking of? His spear, as all spears do, has the thrown oh. property. You could throw the weapon. Yeah, 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 yeah. I um, mean, I mean, he is our tank. <clears throat> right. Well, but but he won't give up any AC by throwing. He'll just lose his weapon for until he gets it back. Right. He only has the one spear. Yeah, that's true, but if he can't walk any closer, then he's no good with or without it, I suppose. Um, okay, yeah, it's it's the same to hit. It's a plus three to hit. So, sure. John will move, and then he'll go ahead and, and throw his spear at David Bowie. With a Y. 
Uh, that's a 13. 13? That's just hits. Oh, oh, wow. Thank goodness. Oh, my God. Thank goodness. I Whoa. really did not want to lose that spear for nothing. <laughs> uh, so that's a D6 plus one. Which D6 has been behaving? None <laughs> of these. No, let's throw all these in jail. Yeah, you can put those in jail. Our uh, dice jail is going to fill up real fast. Yep. That's the fun thing about our show. Oh, that's a five, right? Yeah. Nice. Uh, so six damage. Six damage? Okay. Not bad at all. So he's got his bow raised up and trained again. And all of a sudden, just spear just roughs into him. Uh, you guys are playing the range game against David Bowie. And maybe, just maybe, you're winning. Next will be the other uh, villain who is now dead on the ground. I'll say dying. I'll make saves for them. I'm going to start making that more of a standard practice in this campaign. And Just to make it harder. Uh, partially, yes, and partially because as superheroes, if a fight cleans up, you might want the option to potentially, like, restore people. Okay, fair. <laughs> yeah. And send them to 15-year or 15-life sentence prison. As Batman would, yes. Woof. <laughs> <laughs> oh, brutal. So... That means it's my turn. Now, you guys saved against the rattle already. Uh-huh. At this point, there's no point in me doing it anymore because uh, once you save, you save mm-hmm. for the day. That's it. Okay. Oh, go ahead and make your save. I'm okay. rolling Jean's oh, save yes. yeah, right now. Make your save, Jean. That's a dirty 19. As the spear plows through him, you see Jean Franklin uh, shrugs off his fear. He has eyes trained towards a snake. He's ready to run into the fray. That's very useful. That's very good to know is now zooming across the plaza past Jules right in front of Chester the snake rears back to strike don't you roll that dice what two buttons for disadvantage oh oh all right all right okay that's okay that's a that's a really good move that's a solid solid move what's Chester's AC and because of that move 14 oh that's a great move right give me another 20 uh, let me find the worst one. <laughs> How dare you? All right. You get the chunky one from the jail. Two d20s <laughs> dropped into this into this dice roller. Hold on. I'm gonna Taking make a reel out of this. Yeah, this is good. This is gonna be good Instagram content. I'll tell you right now, this thing could very possibly drop Chester down in one hit. A crit. We're looking at a Chester stain on the ground. <laughs> Shit! I shouldn't have said his AC. Did you already forget what it was? No, you know what it is. Oh, I can see it. Hey, this is a gentleman's game of trust. Didn't we just discuss this earlier? <laughs> He's got access. He's got access. And here we go. Neither of them hit. Uh, well, one of them with well, your... Well, he's got a big plus, your, yeah. but... Yeah. he got a big plus, so that's going but to be... Five plus An whatever. 11 to hit. Nope. Not a 14. Nope. So, again, this thing snaps down. Excellent use Excellent use of the of the double button. Um, Yeah, Chester would have been down if I didn't use it. For... for uh, just for the sake of it, do you want to roll damage to see what it would have been on Chester? <laughs> I mean, the answer to that question also depends on whether he would pass a very, very important constitution save. Okay, we don't have to get too into it. No, no, yeah. I'm just... But, yeah, I'll say this. Chester smashes this thing in the head last last turn, and as a snake, like, whirls back around to strike at him, it's still, like, dizzy. It launches forward, and Chester kind of steps backwards. The snake's head still scrambled, smashes uh, into some crates beside of him. It's mouth filled with them, and they break in its mouth, and it turns around again, screaming. I still uh, I still feel like this was a loss because I was really hoping for a natural one and for a bunch of horses to come and try <laughs> well, a fucking yeah, snake. But... So many horses. 
It How turns many back. buttons is that? <laughs> but it's still facing Chester down. He's still standing strong. Jules, that's going to be you to end the round. What are you going to do? Jules is going to move to the snake. Moving right up to it, huh? Moving right up to it. Wow. I'm going to cast Inflicted Wounds. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Your hands reach out, snap I have, out, and I touch have to it. Get, I have to get at least a 13. I think his AC is 13. Right? Oh, no. That was the, that was that the other was the guy. Other. Holy crit. Fail. <gasps> a crit fail. Yep. Natural one. Yeah. We'll call it there.